This is your girl Angelica Marianne on behalf of Fate Global, the Foundation for Artistic Talent and Empowerment. We do provide mentorship services as well as artistic services for artists. Today we're going live with an actor, a producer, a writer, Jimmy Drain. He's going to share his testimony. He's going to share his experience within the industry, hoping that his expertise will inspire you and help you along your journey. I'm going to go ahead and pin our Instagram handles below, Angelica underscore Marianne. That's my Instagram handle. I'm hosting this as well as Jimmy Drain, J-I-M-M-Y-D-R-A-I-N. And then on behalf of Fake Global, the Foundation for Artistic Talent and Empowerment, we do provide these services for free. We're hoping that we can inspire the entertainment community. So let's go ahead and get him on here. Let's send him an invite to come and join us. Okay, perfect. So we're just going to get him to come over here, and then we're going to get started. Thanks so much, guys, for joining in. If you do miss this on um, our, if you miss this live currently, you can go ahead and watch it on all of our platforms. We'll go ahead and stream this there. Okay. Perfect. Hello. Okay, we got him right here. So we're just going to go ahead and send him. We're going to add him to this live. Perfect. We got gotcha. you. And again, today we're interviewing Jimmy Drain, an amazing actor, producer, and writer. So let's jump right in. So let's get him here on this live. Thanks, guys, for joining in. Please make sure to put your questions below. When you have questions, we'll be sure to answer them for you. Yeah, how are you? Good, how are you? Awesome, how you awesome. How are you guys today? I'm doing pretty good. How's your day going? Very good, thank you. Lots nice. of good stuff happening. Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for coming on here and joining in with us. We know you could be doing anything right now, but you came on here to inspire our platform. So we truly, truly appreciate you for doing that. Oh, no. Thank you for having me. I mean, duly noted, as they say, it's, it's a nice opportunity for me, too. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So um, the Foundation for Artistic Talent and Empowerment, Fake Global, what we do is we do provide these artistic services and mentorship services for artists. And we go live with casting directors, uh, writers, producers like yourself, actors. And you guys just share your testimonies, you share your expertise with our platform, hoping that, uh, you know, whoever is watching will be inspired that the younger version of you will tune into this and learn something and take some tools away from whatever you're able to give the gems you're able to drop for the day. So I'm sure we're ready to just jump right into it. Um, so I know a lot of people are probably wondering, they've seen you in uh, different films and different things of that sort. And, you know, people don't know about, you know, the journey or the grind to the top, but can you kind of share how you got started in the entertainment industry? Sure, yeah. Um, I started out as an actor and I'm still an actor. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of my main forte and it's my, it, it's like kind of therapy for me. Um, but I started out in Denver, and uh, but I moved to L.A. quickly after that. And uh, my first acting coach was our friend, Stephen Snyder, the pit bull. Yes, love Stephen. Wonderful, <laughs> Wonderful guy. And he really took time with me and uh, helped me hone the craft. But an interesting thing happened. I, I moved back to Denver soon after that because of uh, uh, relationship stuff. And I kind of got stuck here for a little bit um, but in a weird way that was uh, all part of God's plan. Mm -hmm. and, I really was able to hone my acting craft here and uh, learn the process of filmmaking mm -hmm. and producing. Uh, yeah. um, so LA is not that far away from me. So it's, it's, it's my second home. My dad was born there and uh, you know, it's kind of my, uh, my go-to place to get mm -hmm. away from the Colorado scene. But that's how it started. Started out mm -hmm. as an actor. And, uh, really learned produ producing screenwriting and all the other stuff. Uh, 
by being an actor first. Mm. I was observing, I was just sucking up like a sponge. I was able to uh, observe uh, the production element and uh, by being an actor. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. So you, you dabble between acting, producing, uh, because can you kind of speak to what inspired you starting your company, uh, Thunder Night Entertainment? Yeah. Um, you know, Thunder Night Entertainment is a, uh, is, is a, a production company that I created about five years ago. And the idea was is to um, produce films with uh, a higher level content and of mm -hmm. course, spread a good message, a positive message. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, uh, you know, nowadays, we don't quite know what films are sending what kind of message. So right. I, I can't really do anything unless it's trying to spread something positive. I love and, that. And uh, my, one of my favorite actors said that uh, there's got to be more to this than munching on popcorn, you know. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And uh, that was the whole purpose for Thunder Night was to... Uh, get out there and start to deal with mainstream films and mm -hmm. in a very interesting time uh, mm -hmm. to hopefully inspire and, uh, you know, spread something um, positive out there and good. I love that. That's awesome. I love that. Thank I you. love that. So are you guys currently working on any projects um, under Thunder Night? I know it's COVID and things of that sort. The industry has kind of come to a halt, but now things are picking back up. They are, yeah. Actually, the whole pandemic, in, in a weird way, and I hate to say it like this, has really helped Thunder Night out a lot mm -hmm. um, as an independent filmmaker. Um, mm -hmm. We're working on a couple of movies. Uh, one is called uh, The Initiation. We're about to finish mm -hmm. that. It's got a really great cast, and uh, you know, for an indie film, it, it looks like it's a Hollywood film. It's got some Hollywood A-listers like Vernon Wells. He was in The Road Warrior. Uh, Richard Tyson from uh, Kindergarten Cop. Naomi Grossman from American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. And that's leads into a larger film called The Dead Rose. Um, and that's going to be with this, some of the same actors, but with Tony Todd, uh, the Candyman, who is wonderful. Love that. Wow. Um, and veteran actor. He's really actually, the, uh, in my opinion, the only African-American horror legend there is. <laughs> I love and, uh, that. <laughs> he's going to be in it. He plays a really good role. And he's, he's the Obi-Wan Kenobi of the movie. He holds it all together. So. That'll be great to work with him again. That's super cool. Amazing working with the legend. So can you kind of speak to what has been possibly your favorite role or your favorite project that you worked on as an actor? Sure. Um, as an actor, it, which is different than acting and producing in your own film, but strictly as an actor, uh, I did a short film called uh, Suicide for Two, which was my favorite film to do as an actor because all I had to do was show up and act. Um, <laughs> Everything that I'm doing now, I show up and I act in it, but I also have to produce it and write it and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. So the acting is just wonderful. It's fun. You show up and you're just you're kind of being like a a teammate. You're not running the whole show. Right. Um, but yeah, I would say what I, I did a short film called uh, Suicide for Two. I did another short film called Dream Lady, which is uh, going to be um, part of an anthology horror series that's coming out soon called The Realm of Shadows. And uh, Tony's in that mm -hmm. as well. And okay. um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll, when, I, when these are done and we get them done um, here very soon, I'll get you a, a link to the, these little short films. However, yeah. uh, the initiation will be my first leading role in a feature film. Awesome. Congratulations. That's super cool. Thank you. Yeah.
it's 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 fun to act. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. for me, it's just uh, one of those things where you just show up. But to act and produce in your own film is quite the challenge for sure. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Just wearing so many different hats. And how do you balance that when you're in the when you're in the midst of everything? You know, I have a good support group and I have uh, friends and and um, <clears throat> I keep try to keep a spiritual foundation. Mm-hmm. In today's world, anyway, whether whether you're making movies or not, you kind of have to do that. Yeah. So. That's my main thing. I I try to keep a, a good equilibrium with uh, a spiritual foundation, and and I pray and I hope that uh, God blesses our production company and mm-hmm. and our adventures. I love that. That's amazing. That's amazing. So along this journey, you've been after this for quite a bit, and you've been you know rolling with the punches, and you've had success. But can you kind of speak to someone that's um you know possibly on the verge of giving up you know they keep getting these different no's and they keep getting a lot of rejection uh what is something that you would possibly say to them some advice that you can leave with them hmm. <clears throat> you know i would i would say that uh you, you can never give up and at anything really if you're passionate about something uh if you get knocked down seven times get up eight times kind of i love that i love that and, one. Uh, yeah i mean at the end of the day no one's going to uh just show up on Hollywood, you know, and it has happened from time to time, but you're not going to show up, especially nowadays, you're not going to show up and automatically be uh, a star. So right. you have to be very, um, what they call stubborn about your passion. I love that one. And that's, that's all you have to do. I, I would think if you're, if your passion is behind it, everything else will fall into place. And then God's timing will help out everything. You know, a lot of my friends are wondering why we're, we're, we wait to release a certain film at this amount of time and whatever. And, and I, I tell them, it's like, you know, when it's done, it's done. And, and I think that'll play into God's timing. So mm-hmm. timing is, is and uh, we have to look at that as a given. But, um, you know, I, I would say at the end of the day, if you're really passionate and, uh, and obsessive about it in a weird way, which is not a bad thing, then um, good things will happen. I love that you said we have to look at that, look at, um, you know, the patience that you're gathering as a gift, because that's kind of the phase of life that I'm in, just seeing everything as a gift, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, depending on whatever my perception is of a thing um, at that moment. But, you know, just really seeing everything as a gift. So that really resonated with me. And it's almost when we start seeing everything as a gift, we begin to appreciate everything around us and every experience. So thanks for saying that. Oh, no, of course. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that's super cool. So can you kind of talk about um, some of your different adversities that you face, whether it be as an actor or whether it be um, when you are in, in the production um, period and like you said, you're waiting to release a film. Can you kind of speak to some of those different things and how you overcome them? Yeah, um, <clears throat> as producer, you, you face different challenges, which is uh, you're always trying to compete with yourself, of course, but also with everybody else's films and what have you. And then we were about to finish the film, the initiation, and then the pandemic hit. So uh, we had to kind of put it on hold. And uh, what we faced, I would say initially, is that uh, people who didn't quite understand the process were like, when is this movie going to get made? When is it going to get finished? And it's like, well, we're, we're dealing with a few things right here. And mm-hmm. so you have to deal with people who don't quite know the process, especially mm-hmm. when you're bringing in name actors uh, in your film. They don't understand that aspect to it. Therefore, uh, to them, it's all just kind of like, when is this going to happen? And in today's society with like instant gratification and 
instant media, people get a little yeah. bit uh, bored and weird. Um, mm. But I kind of like building, I have a really great press team out in LA and uh, they, they do all of our press for us and they're great people. Um, but if, nice. I, like to, I like to keep people anticipated uh, for a movie or any kind of project I'm doing instead of just like boom, 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 knocking them out where uh, they'll get bored pretty quick. Right. And the worst thing, the worst thing you can do uh, as a storyteller is to bore people. I would say that's, that's um, so true. That's I so try true. to, but uh, those <laughs> are the things. You know, I'm really lucky. I've, I've had a really good foundation and you know, great team, good family. It's mm -hmm. hard for me to about anything, really. Yeah. So, uh, we're cool. That's uh, awesome. Super dope. So, what do you enjoy most about being an actor, being a storyteller? Hmm. Being an actor in your own film is kind of weird because you're, uh, you, you are trying to express yourself through two different lenses. Mm -hmm. um, for me, the, the joy of acting is you, you're not, you can only concentrate on one thing at a time. Um, mm -hmm. It's very therapeutic for me to be mm, an actor. But mm -hmm. I've been in a uh, situation where I've, I've had to produce and direct, and then next thing you know, you're acting in a scene. And uh, so you have to turn those that mindset off really quick and go from one to another, which is actually a lot of fun, but it, it, it does take uh, just time and practice to kind of do that. Um, mm -hmm. But I love them both. My acting for me is, is, is most fun because you're, you're just uh, enjoying the moment and you're in the character. Uh, producing is a lot of work, um, but I think producing at the end of the day is more fulfilling in the long scope, scope of things. I love that. That's super cool. So for those that are watching that are interested in possibly becoming a producer, do you have any advice that you can give to them? Any things that they should be doing to advance themselves in that direction? Sure. I would think that you'd have to have a message to your whole, your whole purpose to being a producer, number one, um, and have a purpose to your stories that you want the movies that you want to produce or any kind of content that we, you want to produce, they have to have some sort of a purpose. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of films that come out and Hollywood's been doing this for years. They just release things uh, for money or for, for entertainment. And that's mm -hmm. fine. <clears throat> to entertain, you also have to educate and also kind of help spiritually enlighten. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you can do all those three things uh, in a production, gives you kind of more of a purpose as opposed to just like making, you know, Revenge of the Zombies, Sharknado part seven. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives you more of a purpose behind your project. Mm -hmm. So I would say as a producer, the biggest thing is to have a, a motive and, and, a, and a purpose behind your, your vision. And then the world is your oyster. I love that. I love that. To have a motive and a purpose behind your vision. And if you have that, the world is your oyster. I absolutely love that. Super cool. Someone, you can actually t drop that down and make some money off of it <laughs> for real so can you kind of speak to if you could possibly have your dream role what does that look like as an actor or um you know dream production you can choose whichever one you want to talk about oh, okay dream act dream role you know i've never thought of a, a i've never had anything come my way as an actor to have like a dream role mm -hmm. um in production for me uh is the, the next project we're working on with uh steven snyder called the dead rose that that's our that's our dream goal and it's actually happening nice. uh we just signed we signed tony like i told you um mm -hmm. the story is so powerful and uh you know 
pertinent to today's times with uh, what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, it exposes a lot of things, but it also has such a redeeming kind of quality. It's mm-hmm. a real kind of hero movie. Um, that that will be the dream production as of until we finish it. <laughs> After mm-hmm. that, uh, I'll have probably have another dream production coming on board. But no, that you know, my, my idea of, of a dream production would be something that uh, a producer could do that takes an audience on a journey. You know, mm-hmm. they start out in a movie and they don't quite know what's going to happen, but by the end of the movie, they're totally taken on a, an adventure and a journey. So yes. I love that. I love that. Taking the audience on an adventure. So if you could um, go back in time, not in a place of regret or anything of that sort, but if you can give your younger self any advice, what would that be? Because I'm sure a younger version of you will watch this. So do you have anything that you would say to him? Yeah, I would say that, uh, and this might sound unconventional, but it's to really have a, before you get into this industry, no matter what, is to have a very strong spiritual foundation. Um, and, and I would say, you know, specifically, uh, try your best to find out what's best for you, of course, but also what's best for finding your, your connection with God. Otherwise, uh, you're what they call a sitting duck in this Mm -hmm. industry, uh, open to a lot of influences and, you know, some of those influences are going to look very attractive on the cuff, but they're actually out to get you. So my mm-hmm. advice would be is first find that and then you can kind of concentrate on the artistic side of things with your passion and your, your art and then everything else will kind of fall into place. Yes. But without that foundation, you know, you're, you're in trouble. And uh, that's maybe an unpopular thing to say, but I've I, I lived in Hollywood and, you know, I go there a lot and all my friends are there. That's why a lot of people are trying to find out a spiritual side to themselves. So there's so many mm-hmm. things that are popular to try and connect oneself to something high, higher than themselves. Mm-hmm. And not all of them are really right and good, but you know, at least they're trying. So, mm-hmm. And then after that, the last thing I was going to say is just artistically really hone your craft and, and practice at it and just never give up. But uh, yeah. having a spiritual foundation is probably the number one thing. I love that. I love that. And coming back to your spiritual foundation, what are some things that you do? Because there's so many different things going on in the world. And on top of that, we are start, uh, getting auditions still and you are still developing projects. So what are some things that you do to stay balanced? Like, do you meditate? Do you go ride your bike? Do you go for walks, prayer? What are some things that you do to stay um, spiritually aligned or balanced? Oh, okay. You know, I, I try to go to church every Sunday and I, I pray the rosary, the, <laughs> which is a Catholic thing, so I'm Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rosary is pretty remarkable in itself mm-hmm. uh miracles that have happened with it mm-hmm. um and then i just try to uh not drive myself crazy with my own head and you know in the world <laughs> as it is all, already and then yeah. uh just try to be rational and insane about things and you know um I, I read a really interesting book called uh sanity is uh in theology Theology and sanity is what it's called. So it deals with some pretty big issues. So mm-hmm. if people could just keep sane in this uh, industry and also have some sort of spiritual life and a foundation, I think that's great and uh, mm-hmm. more power to them. And, and, and I think people are now striving to be a part of something spiritual, something higher than themselves. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that you bring things back to your spirituality um, and 
really just bring up the fact that we must stay grounded and we must know exactly who we are and be true to ourselves, especially in this industry where, again, um, we are of major influence and then those around us, um, you know, are of, of our major are of major influence on us as well. So thanks for exactly. bringing that up. Can you kind of speak a little bit about, because the industry is changing now after uh, post-COVID, can you kind of yeah. speak to your thoughts about that? You know, a lot of the different self-takes are happening now. Um, uh, it's not a lot of in-person connections. Can you kind of speak to your thoughts about the new wave of the industry? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm liking it a lot in a weird way because it's helped me out as an independent filmmaker. But, you know, that's how things evolve, I guess, uh, especially in this industry. Uh, you, We have to go with the punches, as you say. Um. I like the fact that people can now connect really quickly, like what we're doing here on this interview. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a nice thing. Um, mm -hmm. But I kind of hope it'll go back to the way it was as well. Meaning uh, with theaters <laughs> right. being kind of a thing where people will go to see a movie, you know, it'll be yes. like an event. Like me, me personally, I want to see Top Gun 2 in the theaters. I don't want to yeah. see it. I don't want to scream it. Um, that kind of thing. I, I hope people will go back to that kind of mindset and uh, that depends on a lot of things. However, um, if it doesn't, we still have to adapt and be able to um, be as successful as we possibly can in a weird world. Mm -hmm. So either way, uh, I'm, I'm hoping it goes back to the ways it was with where people actually go out on a date and go to the theater and what have you. But if it doesn't mm -hmm. happen, um, I'm fully prepared and we, we kind of have to uh, roll with the punches. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I agree on that one. So, you know, within this industry, relationships are so important, like how we're able to connect on there on here on this interview, things are a little bit more easier with accessing people through social media. Yeah. But can you kind of speak to why relationships are so important within the entertainment industry? And how can people go about developing genuine relationships with cast and directors, writers, directors, other actors, things of that sort? Sure. Um, you know, that's where the, I guess the spiritual foundation comes in. And you, if, if you're spiritually aligned and you're, you're doing the best to be the best person you can, other people will pick up on that mm -hmm. and they'll want to be a part of your journey and want to be a part of your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, no matter if it's the entertainment world or if it's personal relationships or whatever. So mm -hmm. uh, it's been, uh, my main thing. And then I, things kind of fall into place after that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there'll be tough, tough patches, but if you're, if you're, like I said, if you're passionate about it and you, and you and you're stubborn, only good things can happen. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm one of those guys too, that I, you know, I, I don't like to just meet a person in this industry and not actually see if they're really being a normal person. I try yeah. to be friends. With mm -hmm. So uh, being genuine and is also very important mm -hmm. and to have a uh, affection or care for another person is uh, in this industry anyway. Is, yes. Is, but uh, not everyone's going to think the same way. So you have to be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. So true. So true. I love that. So as a young boy, did you always know like, okay, when I grow up, I want to be an actor or did you have your heart set on another career path? Did you dabble in other things along the way before you decided to become an actor or did you just know from the very start, I want to be an actor? I was a, a basketball player in high school and, you know, I was getting really good, you know, oh. scholarship offers and what have you. 
So, no, it, it, for me, acting wasn't really my first thing. I've always loved movies and what have you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what inspired me to be a basketball player was a movie called Teen Wolf. So it was a movie that inspired me to be a good basketball player. And therefore, wow. in a way, I was inspired to become a, a filmmaker because of a movie. So it's weird. You know, kids are... <laughs> it comes full circle. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're inspired by movies, um, whether we like it or not, you know, especially when you're watching them a lot as a kid. And my folks were always watching movies. So, uh, no, I didn't really plan on it. And uh, it kind of fell into my lap. And uh, I was really afraid to be an actor because I'm pretty shy typically. And then it was, uh, it was, it was Stephen who really helped me kind of break that, that mold and learn how to turn it on and off. And then it just went from there. I started out as an actor, like I told you, and then everything kind of uh, fell into place with producing. But uh, no, no, no plan whatsoever. I really wanted to be a basketball player. That was my goal. As a kid. Yeah. Wow. I like that. That's awesome. So when you when you come to a place like sometimes if you're having like a rough day or a rough patch or you leave an audition and you might not have done your best or whatever the case might be, what motivates you, you know, to keep going? You talked about your spirituality and that's what keeps you balanced and alive. But what yeah. is that that makes you say, you know what, I'm going to keep going? Um, what helped me out as an actor when you go on a bunch of auditions and you only get called back maybe one time? out of mm-hmm. 20 auditions was right. uh, ha- having the knowledge, knowing that, you know, 99% of it is out of your hands and just do your best. And when you finish an audition mm-hmm. as an actor and just forget about it kind of thing. And and that's what I learned. And uh, I did it for about seven or eight years and I was good at it. And I, I forgot about every audition I went on. And the ones you forget about sometimes will call you back and they want you for the role, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I ended up becoming a producer mainly because I didn't want to deal with that anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh, I wanted to control the whole, the whole thing, the whole story. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's not a bad thing. You know, as an artist, you can control right. your, your production. And uh, so that's why I got addicted to producing because you have full control as opposed to an actor who has, unfortunately, very limited power. Uh, that's all. Yeah, that's what inspired mm-hmm. me to be a producer. Yeah, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. So if you could leave, you know, an artist with three tips, if it was three things that you can tell them that they can do to advance their artistic careers. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be things they could be doing right now during COVID. But in general, if they want to be an actor or, you know, they're an artist and there's things that they want to do to get to a certain space. What is three things that you'd say that they should be doing to get better? And, you know, I would say actually during COVID might be a perfect time for these three things for them to do or a person to do. <laughs> Um, for me, anyway, um, as an actor, I, I looked up to a few other actors that are, are really well known and they're kind of inspirations for me. So I, I would say pick an actor or actress that you really like a lot and you connect with and, and not imitate them, but kind of emulate their abilities. Um, and that'll really help give you a, a vision and then, but also finding your own voice in the whole thing too, in the process. And that's going to take time because you're going to, uh, go on auditions and you can't perfectly mimic somebody and nor is that the goal but to right. try and emulate someone that you really like mm-hmm. uh number two i would say is um is kind of have a passion for uh the story or the production at the end of the day which is meaning trying to help people as opposed mm-hmm. to just fluff the entertainment thing which is mm-hmm. a popular thing to do mm-hmm. and i would say the last thing too is if you if you gel those two together 
um, you're going to have a tremendous, uh, I guess, fire behind what you're doing. And then um, things will fall into place. It's really difficult for me to kind of like reflect and be like, oh, I should have done this or that. And there were, there was times, but um, at the end of the day, like I said, if you're passionate about what you're doing and you have a very positive, good motive behind you, mm-hmm. there's really, I would say. Mm-hmm. I love that. Things will fall into place when you're doing the work. That's amazing. Again, guys, this is Jimmy Drain. He's an amazing actor, producer, writer. We have him here. He just uh, shares so many different gems, so much of his knowledge, his expertise from his journey. Um, again, I put his Instagram handle below. Make sure you guys follow him, connect with him, um, continue the journey with him, reach out. Uh, you can stay connected and learn about some of the different projects and the different films that he'll be putting out as well through his production company. Uh, guys, again, Fake Global is listed below as well. If you missed this live, uh, you can also watch this on the replay. We get thousands of people that watch this on our replay on all of our platforms. So you can watch it there on our podcast channel as well. Uh, guys, we just want to say thank you so much, Jimmy, for coming on here. We know you could have done been doing anything right now. You could have been writing a script. You could have been praying. You could have been cool and chilling watching the movie, but you took your time to come on here and and just share your knowledge and your expertise with our platform. So we just want to say we truly, truly appreciate you, King, for doing that. I was in the middle of a prayer, and you guys uh, Instagrammed me. What's going on here? No, I'm joking. No, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. I appreciate that. No, thank you. It was an honor to be a part of it, and you're wonderful, and uh, I'd love to do this again in the future. Yes, absolutely. So again, Fate Global, the Foundation for Artistic Talent and Empowerment. We're trying to connect all artists and entertainers all over the world. We want to share, you know, the different expertise. We try, we're basically trying to become everything we never had. Sometimes in this industry, sometimes things can be a little bit closed-lipped and you have to go and do your research and apply yourself and find um, whatever knowledge or gems that you can get. And yes, we'll continue to do that. But if we can give back and we can make your journey easier, that's what we're here to do. So again, we just want to say thank you so much that we were able to bring you on here you shared so much um knowledge you talked about how you got into the entertainment industry you talked about you know adversity staying spiritually aligned you know staying the course and just not giving up and you really inspired me and i'm sure you inspired this generation i'm sure you spoke to a younger version of yourself today so again we just want to say thank you and um we'll be sure to go ahead and cut this and send you the final cut over uh once we edit everything here that's great thank you so much Alrighty then, so we'll let you go. And guys, again, if you want to connect with Jimmy Drain, make sure you follow him here on Instagram. His handle is below here. We pinned it. And make sure you continue to connect with him and show him some love. Thank you so much, right. guys. It was an honor. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. See you later.